Gospel of John, the 11th chapter. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then, after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble, because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble, because the light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and he is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. God, you promise that when your word is spoken, that your spirit comes. And we pray in how your spirit will enter every room, every place where we gather today. Wherever we are, whoever we are, that promise is true. Let it be so. Open our hearts and our lives now to the power of this word and to how you bring us together, even though we are far apart. Amen. So I went to college in Missoula, Montana. And my high school friend flew into Missoula, and together we headed to Glacier National Park. Her grandparents had started St. Mary's Lodge, and we were able to spend a week in there in the fall after the summer rush. So we left Missoula, making our way through glaciers, going to the Sun Road, driving through the fog in my 1981 Honda Accord with a stick shift, sipping 32-ounce Diet Cokes and eating red licorice with the windows down as we listened to John Denver's Rocky Mountain High blaring on a cassette tape. There we were, driving the curved roads on the edge of a mountain. No clue how dangerous this was. I mean, come on, we were 21 and we were free. No sense that with one wrong turn, we could drive off the edge of a mountain. The way to get to St. Mary's Lodge is going through the passes of ageless rock, looking death in the face at every turn. But that didn't seem to bother us. We were just living life. Mary and Martha are looking death in the face in each turn in this story. Their brother, brother Lazarus has died. They sent word to tell Jesus that he was ill. 
but Jesus came four days too late. They sent word to tell Jesus that, again, that he was ill, but he was late. You can feel the disappointment and grief as Mary and Martha explain to Jesus all that has happened. Jesus' words to them in the midst of their despair, Lazarus will rise again. Martha agrees and nods, holding on to some hope in a life after death. But then Jesus' words blow by that frail hope. I am the resurrection and the life. Most of us, I think, try to trust in that resurrection part. My goodness, we certainly hope that to be true. But we forget the and life part. And maybe that is why Jesus looks death in the face and speaks of life. And so with a closed tomb and all the smells of a decaying body, Jesus says, remove the stone, Lazarus, come out. And so Lazarus walks out of the tomb and the community around him unbinds the death that has held him so they all can live. I have a question for you. What does speaking life in the face of death look like to you right now? Wes Truelson passed away on Monday morning at the age of 42. Wes was a Mount Olivet kid. He was baptized and confirmed and married here. And Wes and his family are a special part of this church. We have prayed and prayed for Wes to be healed of brain cancer. And we have accompanied Wes and his family as they have lived each day. I asked Melissa, Wes's wife, if I could share this story today. Wes and Melissa's seven-year-old daughter brought her dad a gift recently. It was a yellow clay minion, and she clearly knew why she brought it. Because, she said, like her dad, her dad was a minion. He was fun and silly and gave the best piggyback rides. Right there in the face of death, she offered that little minion. She trusts innocently and beautifully that death cannot take away the deep love and fun-loving spirit of her dad. That is hers forever. And so she showed up with that little minion and spoke right into death and grief. She brought love and joy in the midst of tears, and faith was made known by her expression of faith. Abundant life that continues to breathe and move and flourish even in the face of death. Life that children can understand better than us adults. The life that Jesus promises to Martha and to all of us. With all the death and despair these days, Jesus speaks, I am the resurrection and the life. Not a future promise, but a now promise. Life is given for you to live. What are you offering in the face, face of death right now? 
What is it for you that the COVID-19 virus and death cannot take away? Speak that, offer that, show up with that. You see, this is how faith is created and this is how hope is made known. And this is where God will be found. Jesus does not avoid death to bring life. Jesus speaks into death to bring life. God conquers death by working through it. And then that is where faith is found along the way and on the other side. There is something for you to do these days. Speak life into death. The big death and the little deaths. Feel the disappointment and the grief. And then name what it cannot take away. Be specific because nothing is off limits. And so I'm going to give you time during this next song to think about this, to comment on this. How are you showing up with life right now? What can't disappointment and death take away from you? Jesus speaks, I am the resurrection and the life. That promise, those words anchor us and it's made known then with every expression of life, every minion of love for anyone who chooses to believe. Amen.